Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're very welcome along to the Big Red Bench. Roy here with you until 7 p.m. and a packed show coming away over the next hour. It's been a top-notch day down in Porky Cueve. The Bars, Nemo Rangers through to the Bon Secours Premier Senior Football Championship final. We're going to hear from both sides very, very shortly indeed. Jermac is standing by to talk us through the games and yeah, once you give us your thoughts on it as well, we'd love to hear them but it's going to be an absolutely cracking final between the city rivals. Also on the show tonight, going to hear from St. Michael's and Knock Negree as they book their place in the Senior A final. We're going to wrap up today's Premier League action including that big win for Manchester City over Manchester United. We're going to look back at Munster's win over Zebra last night as well. It's all to come between now and seven on the Big Red Bench. Absolutely delighted you could join us here on the Big Red Bench. Rory here with you for the next hour. And as I mentioned, it has been a cracking day down in Porky Cueve. Nemo Rangers uh, beating Ballancolleg today. Good win for Nemo as they won 116 to 9 points. Castlehaven and the Bars, meanwhile very very entertaining game down in the park and it was uh, St Finbars who eventually um, got the win there 217 to 116 was how it finished uh, down in Porky Cueve and uh, that win uh, for the Bars sees the defending champions the Munster champions into the uh, final for the second consecutive year Ger McCarthy the hardest working person in the business down in Porky Cueve for us today uh, Ger uh, we might start with that second game um, the Bars have have been just one of the best teams in the county in the country almost for the last couple of years um, and they showed that again today and very very entertaining game between the Bears and Castlehaven the Bears has proven that a little bit too strong down the stretch Penalty kicks decided the, the previous two and then today we had um, what was another highly entertaining game, really, really top quality game, level 12 times throughout the match. Um, nothing in it from the first minute, uh, really, until up around half time. Um, some really standout displays. Stephen Sherlock back to his best. Brian Hurley playing superbly for Castlehaven, but it was heartbreak for the West Cork Club in the end. The, 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 two, the concession of two goals in the final quarter. Like undid a lot of their good work, but the the way Sherlock and Brian has finished those goals, a mark of quality and a mark of class for a club. Uh, St. Finbar's now chasing a unique double. They've got the hurling final in two weeks and then the Premier Senior Football final uh, two weeks after that. The work that the Bars must have done Jor, at underage level over the past 20 years to get their footballers to the position they've been in the last couple of years, now their hurlers into the final as well, must be astronomical. It is, and I think the, you, you look through the team, the likes of Killian Myers, Murray, like at Owen McGreevy, Brian Hayes, a lot of these guys have come up through Sherlock. They've all come up through the underage ranks together and keeping the team together is one thing, but being successful and being clinical at the business end of the Premier Senior Championship is quite another. Their record in recent years, I think, look, a lot of people would admit that Nemo Rangers, uh, the Bars and Castlehaven are probably, over the last three or four years, if not longer, the top three, the top top three panels in Premier Senior Football certainly and they're the ones that have been knocking on the door winning the championships but today was a day when the Bars were pushed to the pin of their collar by Castlehaven as I said they were level 12 times throughout the game they were level 9 times alone in the first half um, and even at that Michael Hurley got in for a fantastic goal um, you know to give to give uh, Castlehaven hope and we spoke afterwards to James McCarthy um, the, the man, Castlehaven manager and he even said it like once Castlehaven went up three points immediately 
the bars didn't panic. They did what champions do. They reeled off three scores to level it. And then immediately after halftime, Brian Hayes ended Denny and Killian Murray gave him a three-point lead. And McCarthy pointed that six-point swing rather than the goals that came later on. But when those goals came, what goals they were. Stephen Sherlock cutting in from the sideline, getting around the defender and finding the roof of the net. Um, after that, uh, Anthony Seymour had a fantastic game and goal for the Haven. Denied Brian Hayes when he was right through, but Hayes again kept bombing on, kept coming through and he was rewarded in the 57 minute with the match clinching goal. The Bars, they just have so many weapons, Rory. And as you said, this is a young team. It's not an old team or an aging team. It's still a very young team. And the work that they've done at underage level it's bearing fruit now at Premier Senior level and irrespective of how that final goes in a month's time this Bars team is going to be around for a long time Yes certainly so and like for a dual club as well to be competing on two fronts in the, the Premier Senior Hur- Hurling Championship and the Football Championship it must be exhausting for their dual stars and I suppose that, that all comes down to I suppose how both squads manage their players and I suppose the cooperation of the football management team and the hurling management team yeah, and it's something we've spoken to Paul O'Keefe on the Big Red Bench about on a couple of occasions in the recent past. If you don't have that line of communication, especially involving dual players, you're going to harm them in the long run. And what you want, you look, they have to play both sports if they want to play both sports. But when it comes down to the business end of the championship, it's it's down to percentiles, Rory, between these top three when it comes to winning a county. So you need to have your players as sharp as they possibly can. There was no major injury worries or scares that I could see today um, in that match for the Bears. So I think that's good news for them and for the hurlers coming out of it. But but look, they're, they're just, and I suppose the other key thing for the Bears, like you said there, for both the hurling and the football teams, and this also includes a couple of Castlehaven players, don't forget, uh, in the Callans and Mark Collins, it's the, it's the depth of their panels. The subs that they brought on today um, helped the Bears get over the line. Castlehaven were able to call in a lot of good subs too, but it wasn't enough to, to get them the win that they were looking for. But with the Bears, they've got game changers, both in hurling and football. And that's absolutely key when you're calling the likes of those players off the bench in key moments, in the final 10, 15 minutes when the game is in the melting pot. They have that weapon as well as a huge arsenal of forwards. That you, and some of the scores today, Rory, down uh, in Parky Cueve, not just when the Bears, but from Castlehaven as well, Michael Hurley, Brian Hurley, on another day we'd all be talking about his performance. But Sherlock is playing lights out. Brian Hayes is playing fantastically well we haven't even mentioned uh, McGreevy Myers-Murray you know um, a lot of other players as well Jamie Burns the full back came up and he got a point there at one point they're that good they've got weapons all over the pitch they can score from any place on the pitch and that county final with Nemo is going to be some game we'll talk about that in a second George just a word on Castlehaven it's obviously very mm. upsetting for them um, I mean like will they be back next year how are they fixed I think by virtue of the fact that they've still got Mark Collins and Michael Hurley and they're no longer playing inter-county football on the senior panel I think by the fact that they've got the Callans, not just Damien now but the other younger brothers coming through as well and you've still got Mark Collins you know playing at a high level they have enough in their panel I think to challenge next year the question is have they enough to get over Nemo or the Bars at the penultimate stage I think they've been involved in six semi-finals in the last number of years a lot of those if they haven't have either been draws that have gone to replays if not penalty shootouts they've only been a couple of penalty like a penalty shootout away and a county final away from possibly going for three you know county titles in recent years but they haven't won one I think it is uh, I think it's either 2018 sorry I know off the top of my head or 2013 and that's a long time for a club with this lineage and with this heritage with the likes of Niall Callan, John Cleary, Tompkins, all those great players. But this is a fantastic team. It's just that when the Haven have gotten to the penultimate round or even to the county final in recent times, they've met a Nemo Rangers team in top form or they've met the beginnings of a possible uh, domination of the next couple of years of, of St. Finbar's. And look, there was nothing between them today. You know, if they came up here and lost by seven or eight points or ten points, you'd be saying something like, where did they go from here? 
the question mark, I suppose, throughout the winter months now will be, will James McCarthy and the same bunch of selectors come back next year? Because they came back after two years to give it another go in 2022. Whether they'll do another year or not remains to be seen, and that'll be answered over the winter months. If that's the case, who takes over and how does all that work out? A lot of questions. But I would still put them in the top three in the county. I think the Bars, Nemo, 1 and 2, and Castlehaven remain in the top three in the county by virtue of the fact, much like the Bars, they have serious depth to their squad. What they need is some of their younger players, I suppose, to go that next step, Rory. They, I mean, they have experience in Hurleys and Callans and Collinses, but they need the fringe players to step forward, to step up, and to get them over the line when they do get to a semi-final or a close or, or a final and finally get their hands on the Andy Scandal again. They'd be very disappointed today um, after a very good, very good year for them, but the Haven have not gone away. Certainly so. Uh, it is Nemo Rangers and St Finbars in the final. The old city rivals going head to head since 2017. It's either been Nemo's name on the Andy Scannell Cup or the Bars. This has all the ingredients of a classic final, Joe. It does. When you look at the array of attacking talent, we've spoken just there about the Bars, but look at what the ne- what, what Nemo Rangers have as well. And they, they needed those players today. We know all about um, Luke Connolly. And once again today, he was at his maverick best. But they've also got, I think today, uh, Barry O'Driscoll played very, very well. Jack Horgan was excellent. Connor Horgan, who we spoke to, had one of his best games in a Nemo jersey for some time. Three points from wing forward. And they've got weapons. They've got decent players and they've got a good spine to the team. Um, they were pushed uh, by Balancolic in the first half. They only led by two points at the break and again a goal change in the game they needed a 43rd minute penalty from Luke Conley that he rifled into the roof of the net after Mark Cronin another player with a very good day was brought down that gave them the breathing space to go on and win 116 to not 9 but I would also say to Rory that while Neymar are back in a final and they'll be delighted to be back in a final Paul Donovan knows that their previous two games when they were met by mass defences against Tanakilty and Carberry Rangers they struggled but they've Today was a far more open game against Balancolic. Padzi Mani, in fairness to him, Balancolic, they went for it. They didn't sit back. They did get numbers behind the ball, but they broke uh, They broke at speed. They broke with a lot of numbers. So it was a different type of game for Nemo to challenge. But listen, this is their 100th centenary year. Even before the start of the year, they, you know, and I know, they, and everyone knows, they wanted to get to a county final and they want to win a Premier Senior title in their 100th year. It's very, very important to them. But they're going to have to, I think, as good as they've played in to get to the final and even today against Bannon Colleague I still think there's another gear in them mm-hmm. and they've got to play for a full 60 minutes against the likes of the Bars where they had lulls against Bannon Colleague today and Bannon Colleague towards the end weren't able to punish that you know I think Nemo will have to step it up if they're going to beat the Bars mm. on the plus side another clean sheet I think that's the third in a row now um, and they restricted uh, Bannon Colleague to three points in the second half that's no easy feat either so their defence is definitely one of their strongest points as well something they don't often get talked about it's, it is all the hallmarks of a fascinating final. They know each other inside out. I won't say they love each other, but there's a keen <laughs> rivalry between them, to put it mildly. Um, there'll be no holding back on the final when it comes to it. And because, I think, Rory, this is the big thing this year for the Premier Senior Championship, and Brian Hayes mentioned it to us in an after-match interview here on the bench, playing the Haven has brought the best out of the bars and he says playing Nemo will do the same again and I think that's a very good point when you're getting to the knockout stages of not just the Premier Senior Football Championship we'll hear about it later on in the show the Senior A Championship the Intermediate Championships it's do or die but the, the quality no it, I think the championships are sorting themselves out since relegation and promotion came in teams were playing at the correct levels but when you get to the end of each of those championships the best of the best are rising mm. to the top it's happening as you correctly pointed out there with that statistic with the Bars and Nemo over the last couple of years it's happening in the other championships and that's good for Cork football um, but what I would say is as impressive as 
Nemo were today, I think they're going to have to improve a little bit more if they're going to get over the bars in the final. But they did what they had to do today. They turned up, they won, they beat a very good Balancolic team. Um, and again, heading into that final with the bars, what a game that's going to be. Yeah, it should be an absolute cracker. And as you mentioned, Ger, the centenary year for Nemo, the bars going for an historic double, that brings pressure <laughs> on both sides, I suppose, um, for different reasons. And it's about handling that pressure in the build-up to the, the, the final in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's a very good point. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of excitement around both clubs now coming into it. But I suppose the good thing, as Paul O'Keefe uh, said, and as Paul O'Donovan also said, both clubs are used to this in recent years so they'll know how to handle it they'll know how to manage it I think the 100th year and the fact of the double it's great news for us in the media because we've loads to talk about <laughs> and it's another angle to come at it from so we're delighted but the reality is the two best teams in the Premier Scene are in the final the two most consistent teams that I've seen this year in terms of scoring in terms of locking teams down and defending um, are where they want to be neither of them will want to lose the final they wouldn't want to lose it anyway Rory mm. we know that but they won't want to lose it this year, especially if the Bars win the hurling coming into it and when it's the 100th year. I think that is, I won't say it's extra pressure, but it's something in the back of players' minds as well, possibly going into it. When the day comes and the ball throws, is thrown in, they won't, they won't, it won't matter. But in the build-up to it, yeah, there's going to be a lot more media focus on that, more so than usual maybe. And it'll be interesting to see how both clubs handle it. The good news for both clubs is that they've been so successful in recent times. They've experience of, of, of you know, keeping things within the dressing room keeping the focus um, and interestingly enough I think this is the longest running to a Premier Senior Final for many many years mm. the fact that the Premier the hurling is going first means you know obviously there'll be dual players for the Bears to worry about but it will give players a time to rest injuries can heal up and hopefully we'll see the two best most available players uh, injury free when it comes to the final which will add to the spectacle I think as well and what a final it's going to be big big crowd big big occasion for Cork football in general um, and yes I think it is It is fair to say you can't discount the fact it's the 100 year for Nemo and you can't discount the fact that the double is on for the Bears but the two sets of players the managers will be trying to block that as much as they possibly can either way if Nemo and the Bears met in a game of Tiddlywinks or if they met in a game of Ludo <laughs> if they met in a game of Monopoly or, or probably yeah. for our younger listeners on Playstation or Xbox <laughs> they'd want to beat each other yeah. and that won't be any different today at the final Yeah and the bunting wars are going to start now as well the buzz around Toker and around Turner's Cross over the next few weeks is going to be uh, amazing you saw it last year Derby with Clannacilty mm. in the final and the buzz it mm. brings to an area it's fantastic for Toker and for, for Turner's Cross to have like this final to look forward to and for everyone to get involved in it Yes and can I say being a culture on the outside looking in and having dealt and interviewed with people from both of those areas neither are short of a, a one-liner neither are afraid to come forward and tell you exactly what they think or what they think of the opposition sometimes we can't uh, publish that or print that but um, yes I think I, it, it's a good time for Cork GAA Rory at the club scene because the hurling final and all the history that's going to go with that with the two teams involved there but plus with the football not just because they're synonymous with success at Cork Senior Football Nemo and the Bears but because they've been so successful over the last couple of years and here's another thing I know the Bars are absolutely bullying to get back into Munster, to win Munster and get another crack at the All-Ireland after losing to Kilcoo last year. They've all brought it up at various stages. Now, they're not looking beyond the county final, don't get me wrong, but that loss to Kilcoo in the semi-final last year, they still talk about it. They learned so much from that particular game. And Nemo, have it, considering how poor year they had last year after winning the county just before we were coming out of COVID, this is exactly the year they wanted and it's exactly the year they needed at Premier Senior level to get back to another county final. But it's not good enough to get there for either of these clubs. When you get there, they're going to want to win it. The excitement, the colour, the drama, mm. the one-liners, 
all that's good about Cork football I think we're going to see in the couple of weeks leading up to it and it's going to be fascinating to watch and it's going to be even more fascinating to, to see on the day of the final itself It's going to be absolutely fantastic and Jerry will be there for us every step of the way Thanks very much Ger No worries buddy that's Ger McCarthy there, the hardest working person in the business. You can catch Ger's podcast, Women's Sport Podcast, every Thursday on redfm.ie and from wherever you download your podcast, just search for uh, the Big Red Bench and you will find it there. Let's go straight into the reaction. We'll do uh, the uh, Daily Roundup and um, we'll do all that in a bit. Let's just go straight to the reaction from the games. Um, let's hear first from uh, Paula Keefe, the Bears manager, uh, speaking after uh, today's win that sees them into the final where they will play Nemo Rangers. Let's hear from Paula Keefe talking to Ger. Uh, a lot of fans very happier than rightly so congrats oh, into yeah. another final how happy with the performance oh look I think uh, from the line I just felt it was probably one of our best performances ever um, and I kind of felt going into the game like that I'd never seen our, I'd never seen our forwards particularly going so well in training like so I was expecting a big performance look at it if it had gone according to the script we probably could have had three or four goals more you know so like Jesus if we came away without a result you know you'd have been crestfallen after it um, but just delighted like look and I, I still kind of wonder Castle Haven is still in the game you know because uh, they're so hard to beat you know Dan it's a credit like you know look and again look I think it was an exhibition of football there from what I could see it looked like it was a great game you know another epic battle you know so just great to come out the other end of it you know we knew coming in today that the Haven would, would give us a real test look and, and that's what you want you know so but uh, fantastic to be in another final and uh, against our dear neighbours as well is even better you know we'll so. talk about that in a sec talk to me about the opposition they kept coming back at you but your bench was hugely important today and the timing of your subs yeah look and, and we've always felt look, that we, look we've a very strong panel uh, and that's you know you need to use it and you definitely need to use it when you're playing Castlehaven you know look they're they're a very strong team look and they, they never die you know um, like even you know with five minutes to go and you're five points up you're still thinking they, you know with the way this tie has gone they could still come back you know so it's only now I kind of feel we're after winning the game to be honest um, Nemo in the final I know you're not even thinking about it right now but it's an epic final same as the hurling big times for the Bears a lot going on around the place Paul how do you control it? Ah, look, it's um, do you know, look, it's not our first final. Do you know, uh, look, the hurlers have to go out and do their business in two weeks' time. That really doesn't doesn't really impact us a whole pile, like in terms of of what we're doing. Uh, look, great if they win, you know, like you know. So, um, but look, you just it's the same as the last couple of years. You're going into a final, you just manage the expectations. There'll be a massive buzz around, doubly so with the hurlers. If the hurlers win. You're, you, you know you're coming in on the back of a of the hurlers winning a county and the buzz around the place will be massive and there'll be all the talk of the double you know so but look we're not focusing on the double we're focusing on Nemo and that's not a gimme by, by a long shot you know so we're looking forward to it at the same time it's going to be great Congratulations for everybody around the family. See you soon. Listen, thanks a million. We'll talk to you soon. That's Paula Keefe there of the Bears speaking to Ger, and he's right. What a final, what an occasion it's going to be. The Bears versus Nemo Rangers in the final uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. Like I've, they met obviously in 2017, going to a replay, finishing 14 points apiece, and uh, Nemo winning a gold fest 412 to 313 in the replay. They're now meeting again five years later in the final. It's going to be an absolute cracker, and it's going to be a huge occasion. and and, uh, yeah, cannot wait for that game. Uh, let's get the views of O'Keefe's opposite number. Let's hear from James McCarthy, the Castlehaven manager. Okay, James, obviously, huge disappointment for you and for the players, but uh, a fantastic semi final open, attractive football the way you like to play. Is that any consolation? Uh, maybe. In a, we'll see what the barrels will do down the line, but no, they don't give you medals. Um, 
we've been on the road now three years and I suppose yeah we had our eyes set in many a county this year which in no other year is the same but uh, yeah bitterly disappointed but, but very proud of the lads again today Nothing between these teams there hasn't been and there still isn't I mean they just got away when Sherlock got that goal they got into about a three point gap he'd come back he'd taken the lead they'd come back but was that goal a kind of did you feel at that stage was the pendulum swinging? Yeah, I suppose it was, but maybe the goal we got before half time, and they came back and got three points, and they came out after half time, and I think they got two, if not three, and that was a six point turnaround. And if we held, the, if we were up a couple of points at half time, which we maybe deserved, but again they had a good few chances, goal chances, but we depended well. Seymour played well in goal. Um, look, they weren't much in it, and even though we were down five there at one stage, we had a chance to bring it to two, and next thing the board went up for six minutes extra time. If we got that goal and six minutes extra time, who knows? Um, it's very difficult to come so close. And as you said, you've been near, you've been challengers every year now uh, that you've been involved over the last three years, especially. Um, it's very tight, the small margins that win it uh, at the final. But there's enough in this panel to come back and do it and go one better again. Oh yeah, this panel is only starting to grow. Like I, I'll be honest with you, a lot of young players there again today, and I know it's a cliche, but we're lucky enough to we're in the Premier Minor final next Saturday. Mm. Um, we won the West Cork under 17. They're in the final, the 15. The future is bright, but there's always a but. The top three there are it, it, they're on a different level. The, the football we played today and the football the Barrs played was played at no level at at on group stages mm. so you know, it's a, just a different level when you come to semi-final stage we're nearly there but we're not there yet the big red bench on Cork shot FM that is James McCarthy there Castlehaven manager speaking after uh, today's defeat uh, to the Bars uh, speaking to Ger let's get some more reaction from the Bars uh, let's hear first from uh, Ian McGorgon and hear from Brian Hayes in a sec but first uh, let's hear from the midfield maestro himself Ian McGuire. Ian McGuire, first of all, congratulations. Back in another county final. What a, uh, another tough match with the Haven. You know them inside out, they know you, but you really you pulled through today when it mattered. Yeah, geez, it was another serious battle. And it's funny, like, I don't know, we had a, kind of a, a different run in, into the championship in terms of, you know, you had the qualified straight to the semi. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of hard to know what was coming. And we've talked all week about keeping it tight and stuff. And then you look at the score run after about six minutes and it's five apiece. I was like, oh my God. But uh, not just delighted. Again, it's a ferocious battle. And we, like, we know each other so well. And again, like it's very physical football. It's up and down, like, and I suppose that probably our fitness toll there in the end because it was tit for tat for so long. It felt like there was no break, and even we felt like we kind of rushed out of the traps in the second half. But then all of a sudden it was a draw game. Then again, after five minutes, but again, just a testament to our management team and Roach in particular. Just Joey kept us taking over, and I suppose we really drove on. And again, special mention to a few subs that came on: Dylan Quinn, who's after coming back from a long-term injury, and again, young Ben O'Connor again making a huge difference there at the end. You know, just it's a team game now at this point, like especially with subs and. Jesus, a huge effort, and you know what? Just released to get back to the county final again. Yeah, another county final for the hurlers out in two weeks. You're out in two weeks after that, then a lot of buzz around the camp. Good times for the bars, but you know you've been here before. You've got to stay focused coming up that game, especially with who's, who you're facing. Yeah, and to be fair, Nemo have been flying as well. Like you know, it's like again when you're in the championship with the group stage, you're always keeping nine teams. You know, like what, how their form is, and I suppose it's, it's been a strange one for us in the sense. Obviously, our hurlers getting to the county final is an unbelievable boost to the club. You know, and we've kind of flown under the radar a small bit. So again, we we keep our powder dry, and we'll be we'll be working hard. Again, I think it's four weeks time again. So again, it's a lot of time to prepare. Like, I suppose we got the semi-final right. So again, just aiming for more in the final. But we know we're up against it against Nemo again. Our all rivals, like another battle incoming. But 
again we we have a bit of momentum which is so important and we're just delighted to be back in the dance again Joe, that kind of way like and again it was just a huge balance you've seen fellas dropping there at the end of the game like it was a huge physical toll and again it was good honest football like and we're just happy we came out on the right side of it you know Congrats, again, well done. Fair play to Cornsey as well for giving us all a heart attack there at the end. <laughs> fair play, listen, well done to see you in the final. Perfect, thanks, George. Thanks very much. Okay, That's Ian McGuire there of the Bears uh, speaking after today's win. Going to hear now from Brian Hayes. Uh, I'm here with Brian Hayes at the Bears following your epic semi final victory over Gaslaven. It's only a couple of minutes after, Brian. That was some match. Uh, what did it feel like to play in it? Uh, you know, it was nip and tuck there for ages. You know, energy it was absolutely 100% from both teams. You know, it's third in a row after playing Castlehaven. You know what you're going to get. You know, yeah. it's end to end stuff. And you know, thankfully this time in normal time we came out on top in the end. Just very, very pleased in the end. They really put it up to you because every time you got a score, they got a score. And even when you pulled away, they always were able to pull you back. But your quality and I think the fact that you you're playing so well as a team this year that's shone through not just today but all year. Yeah, yeah. You know, this team has been on the road a long time. Um, started out in 2017 when they started getting successful getting back to finals and semi-finals the business end of the championship that's where the Bears should be all the time and you know we've built on that and I think the, uh, the All-Ireland Series last year you know it didn't go well for us in the semi-final but it was something new for us and we learned from it you know and you keep bringing and you know we're best friends and it brings the group on an awful lot and you know it shows the standard I think it shows the standard of Cork club football as well when you see the likes of the Bears and Castlevin I think Nemo won earlier and you know so the games are absolutely unbelievable and they're end-to-end stuff and People say Cork football isn't where it should be, but I think we're on the right track with games like that anyway. <laughs> and just finally, before I let you go, now the boys around the camp now with the hurling and the football over the next year, four weeks. Paul has just talked about as well, got to keep things in, you know, internal, but you've been here before, you know it's involved, and you'll be looking forward to taking on Nemo, I'd imagine. Yeah, absolutely, taking on Nemo there now, I think that's four weeks away. So the hurling, the hurling will be two weeks away, you know, it's, it's a great place to be, you know, that's what you dream of playing in finals, whatever happens from here on, you know, at least we know that we're still there and we're back to where we belong. Well done, Brian. Fantastic. Cheers. Thank you. That's Brian Hayes of the Bars. Their final four weeks' time, they will face Nemo Rangers. Congratulations to St. Finbars on booking their place in the decider today with that win over Castlehaven. 217 to 116 was how it finished today. And as we've been talking uh, with Jar about it, is Nemo Rangers in the final after their win over Ballancolic. 116 to 9 points. A good second half from Nemo Rangers. Uh, sees them into the final. Uh, penalty from Luke Connolly helping them on their way. Paul Donovan is the Rangers manager. He's been in conversation with Jer. Uh, Paul Donovan, congratulations. Back in another county final. Where Nemo want to be, where you want to be. First of all, the performance overall today against a Ballancolic team that really put it up to you. How happy are you with the overall performance? Uh, absolutely delighted. Uh, I think in the first half, there was nip and tuck. We probably missed a few chances that we could have stretched out a bit of a lead, but um, probably pure shot selection at times. But uh, I thought in the second half, we were magnificent. Um, uh, to, to, I think they got two points in the second, three points maybe in the second half. And for us then to guess, I think it was 1-8 or 1-7 yeah. or something. So that was a fantastic return. I think uh, our fitness levels and our, our just whole energy was superb, uh, particularly in the second half. We've spoken earlier in the week about what way Balancotti were going to set up. You've met two very defensive opponents previous to this, but they went at it with you toe for toe, which Pudsy said they do. Yeah, in fairness to them, uh, what they what actually you'd have to praise them for. They did defend in numbers, but they came forward in numbers as well. And they, I mean, they, they pushed us in every one of our kickouts. It's probably the first match this year where we've been pushed on all our kickouts. Now, Nimi Hall has getting away with stats that he's uh, 100% because he's just jabbing them out to his side. But uh, today they made us work for it, and I'm delighted that we got over a, a very good side. Uh, in a very good, uh, a very good game, in my opinion, it's hard to judge when you're when you're um, on the sideline there and you're kind of in the thick of it. But uh, it seemed to be a good game from from the reactions from the crowds and stuff yeah. like that. You know, you're back where you want to be after the disappointment of last year. 
how much and there's going to be a lot of excitement and enthusiasm obviously in the build up to it controlling that is one thing outside the dressing room but inside the dressing room you still have stuff to work on we still have stuff to work on we have a hurling match now next week and we like uh, two weeks ago we beat Carberry Rangers uh, of the 20 fellas that played that day 11 of them played in the hurling semi-final last week so I'd imagine the 11 of them will be involved next week so that, that means we'll be doing very little for the week and then uh, if we get it built up then at three weeks to the final that would be great it'll be the longest stretch between matches that we've had this year and there's things we can work on there's no doubt about that uh, but I, I just have nothing but praise for the lads today they were fantastic yeah, it's Paula Donovan there Nemo Rangers manager in conversation with Ger let's hear from Podsy O'Mahony the Ballancolic manager uh, Podsy Manny, obviously look utter disappointment but uh, overall your performance today's performance and the overall progress you've made this year by at senior level yeah look uh, disappointed with the result um, obviously look the better team won today the most uh, experienced team um, I suppose they got the I think we were a point down after and we were well in the game and um, the penalty went against us and they, they tacked on two or three scores very fast after that and look we found it, we struggled to get back into the game after that so look yeah I'd be proud of our lads they played reasonably well in the first half um, you look they fought to the bitter end the real Look, Nemo's quality side, and they really showed it today. I suppose we gave them an inch or two too much, and um, and, and, and you know they, they, they got the rewards really. Um, so yeah, yeah, disappointed overall. You were with them though, step for step, Padsy, for the first half, for the start of the second half. It's just when they, as you said, they got that three points ahead. It was just too far a bridge to gap. Yeah? yeah, they got the three points, and I think they got the penalty, and then they got one or two more. It's just tacked on as five points, and all of a sudden, look, I don't think the ten point defeat was, was a reflection of the game really. Um, if anybody who was at it, look, it wasn't a reflection on Balancolis' performance. Um, so yeah, look, overall the better team, they, look, they have quality players, but yeah, onwards and upwards. Yeah, your team is still developing. There's not a lot of young players. You, you a lot of young players. You spoke to me about earlier in the week, like six uh, under 19s players, under 18 players involved in the panel this year like the, the, you're, you're coming slowly but surely uh, back at it. look yeah, yeah I don't know you're coming or not but when you get to that level you kind of have to perform really I suppose look we had 419 started today uh, 2 or 3 20s uh, coming on so but look it's great learning curve for them uh, you're, you're playing it's the best in, in a great venue and a great setup. so disappointing overall but sure look we will have to you know see what happens again next year and we'll see you back in here next year and that's not for today anyway thanks okay. thanks for all your help that's Ponte Mahoney there giving nothing away after at today's defeat to Nemo Rangers and as he said there uh, a 10 point defeat uh, not really telling the story of the game uh, Balancolic pulling in uh, an excellent performance today alright let's wrap up uh, this game uh, let's hear from uh, Conor Horgan of Nemo uh, Conor Horgan hearty congratulations back in another county final how does that feel Fantastic, absolutely. Um, I suppose the start of the year when we got together like back in January, it's where we wanted to be, so delighted. Uh, tough test in the first half today, Balancolic with you point for point, but that second half, just when you got three-point advantage, was that when you kind of kicked on? Um, absolutely, I suppose. Once once we got the penalty and we opened up that bit of a gap, um, I, I suppose we were just a little bit comfortable after that then, but um, like we were really put to the pin of our corner, so yeah, yeah just delighted to get through it. Yeah, they were a tough... Uh, not to crack basically defensively and they break so fast just like yourselves but you'd Luke Connolly pulling the strings and yourself and all the other forwards moving around really well today you must be pleased with that return 116 Yeah absolutely I suppose after our last two performances against Clan and Carberry Rangers um, I suppose just by our own standards we were disappointed with um, with, with our performance especially up front um, so we were just determined to put that right and I, th- I think we did today it was good Different game today though not so much mass defences it was kind of you know two teams really going at it did that help? Absolutely um, 
no, in fairness, um, Palancolic, like, you know, they're, they're a good young side, like, you know, and uh, I suppose we knew what we were up against, um, but they're a good footballing side too, and uh, in fairness to them, yeah, it was a great battle, so, yeah, just delighted to be on the right side of it. And listen, finally, back in the county final, as you said, after the disappointment of last season, winning it just a year before, I know it was kind of a topsy-turvy year, but you've bounced back in style, and a big, big, a big build-up now and a lot of excitement. Yeah, absolutely, sure, county final, where else would you rather be, so, delighted. Well done, Connor. congrats. Thanks so much. The big red bench on Cork, Sean and Conor Horgan there of uh, Nemo speaking to Jura after they booked their place in the Bonsa Corps Premier Senior Football Championship final. Well, they were face uh, St. Finpars in four weeks' time. The city rivals, the old rivals, going head to head in what should be an absolute barn burner of a contest down in Parky Cueve. Cannot wait for that. Four weeks' time, they will go head to head in the final. Uh, Full time score in the Premier League in the uh, late kickoff Leeds United nil, Aston Villa nil. Not exactly a cracking contest by any stretch of the imagination, according to reports. We'll get a full-time report on that in a sec. We're going to wrap up all the day's sport news as well. And we're going to have reaction from Knocknagree and St. Michael's to come as well. Stick with us. You're listening to The Big Red Bench on Cork's Red FM. This is the show. Grab The Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie. Cork's Red FM. Delighted so you could join us on the Big Red Bench. Roy here with you until 7pm. If you've missed any of our uh, Premier Senior Football Championship chats where we spoke to uh, the Bars, Paul O'Keefe, Maguire and Brian Hayes and Castlehaven's James McCarthy, Paul Donovan of Nemo and Conor Horgan of Nemo and Paul Giamani of Ballancolleg. If you missed any of that and our analysis uh, chat with uh, Joe McCarthy, you can check out the Big Red Bench podcast. That'll be available on redfm.ie shortly after the show. You can download it from wherever you get your podcast podcasts from on uh, and uh, you can get that on Apple Podcasts on Spotify as well so just search for Big Red Bench going to wrap up uh, today's action and uh, just to give you those scores again of the uh, Premier Senior Football Championship semi-finals uh, Nemo Rangers 116 Ballon Colleague 9 points was how that finished today elsewhere St Finbar's 217 Castlehaven 116 they'll meet now in the final in 4 weeks time in the Cork LGFA Senior B Championship final for my have been crowned champions they'd be Clonakilty today 116 to 113 congratulations indeed to Fermoy the relegation final Inch Rovers and Valley Rovers it was Valley Rovers who were relegated they lost out to Inch Rovers today 5-11-2-4-7 the first Manchester derby of the Premier League season took place today and not uh, pleasant viewing if you're a Manchester United fan if you're a Manchester City fan you're absolutely delighted Peter Smith City 6 United 3 City got a grip early on when Foden netted. Harlem then scored twice before providing an assist for Foden to score his second before the break. Anthony pulled one back before Harlem completed his third hat-trick of the campaign. 17 goals in total for him before he then set up Foden to claim his hat-trick. Substitute Martial scored twice for United late on. One from the penalty spot. City 6, United 3. What can you say about Erling Haaland? Like, it's ridiculous. Like... I'm mostly frustrated because I never picked him at the start of the season for fancy football. I, I went with Harry Kane instead. Which, look, it's not bad, Like, but like, it's not Erling Haaland. 17 goals in all competitions since he moved to the Etihad Stadium. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. He's a human cheat code. He's just banging in goals for fun. And uh, he says he enjoyed his first taste of the derby. Yeah, not bad. Uh, <laughs> we scored six goals. Uh, yeah, what can you say? It's... Uh, it's amazing uh, to win home, score six goals here, and uh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's okay. What did he say at the start? Yeah, not bad. Uh, not bad. 
Not bad. 6-3. And all the goals that he scored. 17 goals. He's going to go past 20 goals by the end of October. Well past 20 goals by the end of October. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, look, the, the scoreline flattered Manchester United 6-3. Um, so Eric Ten Hag says his team let their fans down in the defeat today. Um, he says the performance just looked, it was unacceptable. I'm surprised. I've seen, obviously four weeks ago, I've seen a different team, a different spirit, a different vibe, and not a, and convincement. And today we didn't have convincement. From the first minute on, we were not front foot and we were not brave in possession. No, Cristiano Ronaldo didn't come on. He got a lot of TV time uh, when United were losing because we sat in the bench with a big cranky head in him. And he wasn't brought on. And Eric Ten Hag says he didn't bring him on when United were 4-0 down out of respect for his big career. Like, that has to be a little dig from Ten Hag. You'd imagine Ronaldo probably said something about his big career to Ten Hag and why he wasn't starting. So for him to say, out of respect for his big career... Um, it's probably a little dig at Ronaldo, but yeah, no sign of him today. Um, uh, City boss Pep Guardiola, uh, understandably delighted with the performance. Yeah, it was really good. I scored four goals uh, that we couldn't score really more. more. Yeah, they played better in the second half, but uh, yeah, in the last minutes we were flat. But yeah, you know, great victory, good game. Everyone was happy in the stadium, and they enjoyed it. We enjoyed it, and against our rival, so yeah, good afternoon for us. Yeah, certainly a good afternoon for them and they are now uh, back up to second in the Premier League table after today's win a point behind Manchester City Tottenham in third on 17 points Arsenal 21 points Man City on 20 Manchester United stay sixth uh, Leeds United and Aston Villa playing on a scoreless draw today at Ellen Road Adam Drury was watching it Leeds nil Aston Villa nil the spoils shared in a heated encounter that had no shortage of passion just a shortage of goals emotions routinely boiled over between both sides as a number of thunder challenges were made. Leeds went down to 10 men early in the second half after Luis Sinistero was shown a second yellow, but despite the one-man advantage, the villains failed to give Leeds keeper Melier enough of a challenge. The result means both teams remain in the bottom half of the table. Full-time at Ellen Road, it finished Leeds nil, Aston Villa nil. Elsewhere in the Championship, uh, Stoke uh, lost 4-0 at home to Watford. Wolves have sacked the manager Bruno Lage after their worst ever start to a Premier League season, picking up just six points from their first eight games. They sit in the bottom three. Wolves beaten 2-0 by West Ham at the London Stadium yesterday. We're expected to have an official statement from the club uh, this evening. Congratulations to Cove Ramblers, their under-19 side, uh, the National League Tier 2 champions after today's 2-0 win away to Athlone. So congratulations to everyone involved at Cove Ramblers. Golf Roy McIlroy's final day challenge at the Alfred Dunhill Links Championship in Scotland coming up short. He's finished at uh, 13 under par uh, today. Ryan Fox was the winner on 15 under par so that was good enough for a tie for fourth for Rory McIlroy. Podrick Harrington finished on nine under par and in a tie for 17th. Formula One, Sergio Perez winning a rain-affected Singapore Grand Prix today. The Red Bull driver finishing ahead of Ferrari Charles Leclerc with his teammate uh, Carlos Sainz in third. World champion Max Verstappen finishing seventh. That means he'll have to wait uh, to lift the second successive title that will go on to, to next week's race in Japan and in uh, snooker today uh, Mark Allen and Ryan Day level at four frames apiece after the opening session at the British Open final play and Milton Keynes resumes later on this evening I'm going to look back on the uh, Bond Scorers Cork uh, Senior A Football Championship semi-finals last night St Finbar's booking their place in the final after 2.21 win uh, over Dunvaras 2.21 to 2.11 was how that finished they'll face Nottingham Green Nottingham Green beating Clyde Rovers 117 to 115 we'll hear from Nottingham Green's John Finton 
Daily very, very shortly. Let's first uh, hear from uh, St. Michael's uh, as they booked their place in the second successive uh, Cork Senior A football final goals from Robbie Cotter and Owen O'Donovan helping them to victory there. Their manager is Dave Egan. He's been speaking to our Andrew Horgan. Congrats, Dave, on the win. What are your thoughts overall on the performance? Yeah, I suppose we, uh, when you mention the word performance, I have to say I'm very happy with it. Uh, to a man, we, we dug deep there today. Uh, straight away, we were we were a man down. Nearly the first play, uh, Owen Hickey twigged his hamstring. Uh, look, we, we dug deep for Owen. Uh, in fairness to him, it was good to see him go. Kind of changed their game plan around, you know, to, to manage the team that could kind of stiffle you up and, and rustle you about. And, you know, things can go against you at that stage. But in fairness to the lads, they calm heads kept cool kept control and kept the, pro- the game plan and they kept digging and digging and digging and look they, to a man they, they, they emptied the tank up there today and I can't ask any more than that yeah you looked well controlled say midway through the first half but then they got a goal right at the last kick in the first half and then yeah. they started yeah. second half strongly as well so you had to weather the storm then yeah look um with Michaels, you know, some, I was nearly happy to see them get that goal at that stage because it keeps them on their toes. Uh, you know, the, the, in fairness to the lads, they came in at half time and they really, really had a good chat with one another and talked to one another uh, about taking the foot off the pedal at times. So there was no foot off the pedal in the second half and they kept driving, in fairness to them. Yeah, and you're obviously probably focusing on the squad and obviously in a great game, but for Robbie Cotter in particular, what a performance by him. Ah, yeah, Robbie's a lovely lad, number one. Uh, you know, off the field, he, he asked Robbie to do anything, and he do it. Uh, as we all know, he's a very talented dual player. He's a big two weeks ahead of him now uh, with the hurling. And look, that's that says it all. He's in two county finals, one hurling, one football. If you look at his medal haul in the last, I say since 2017, 2018, he'd knock you over like between all Ireland's with Cork under 20s and minors with Michaels under 21s and Michaels, uh, senior hurlings with Blackrock, like and uh, like if you if you spoke to the lad. He's swearing never won a medal in his life. He's just so happy and are so eager to go and keep going for the next one. Like. Yeah, and that must rub off obviously and the rest of the players so go Absolutely. into the final. Absolutely, when you have it, when, when you have that mentality, that does rub off. There's no there's no two ways about it. And look, in the Michael's rest of them anyway, we've won minors and under ones. We need to start winning senior senior A's, B's, whatever we are. We need to start winning them and we're 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 in with an opportunity of doing that now. And that's all we have. So the next couple of weeks to knock it down, work hard, sacrifice and get it, try and get across the yeah, and how much are you look forward to that so as a club? Uh, as a club, this place will be buzzing. Uh, the village is buzzing at the moment. Uh, I didn't. I, I was trying to keep focused on today's game. Junior Camogie girls are in the final today. The senior hurlers are in the final. Senior footballers are in the final. Our junior footballers won the city final. Our under-19 footballers are in the final on the, on the eighth. The juniors are in on the, on the 15th are in the quarter final, in the county quarter final. The place is, is, is alive. Yeah. And that's a great, great thing to have going into a county final for all these lads. We can feed off that. So that's our aim now for the next couple of weeks. A few open top buses going around Black Rock. No open top buses <laughs> until we have it all in the bag. And there'll be none of Michaels anyway until, until the job's done. And please God, that job will be done the next day. Boris, congrats. Thanks, Thanks very much. much. Yeah, congratulations indeed uh, to St Michael's and booking their place uh, in uh, the final after that win over O'Donovan Ross at 2.21-2.11 on Cormacan in the examiner uh, with the stat um, they're into the second success of Cork's Senior football final beaten last year lost Premier Intermediate Finals 2015, 17, 18 and 19 so it's a sixth appearance in eight years in the second year decider uh, great stat there from on Cormacan will this be the year that St Michael's can progress up and uh, get to the top table 
in Cork football well they have knocked Negri standing in their way uh, they had a 117 to 115 uh, win over Clyder Rovers uh, lay points from Omar Sweeney and Fintan O'Connor helping them into the final in Porky Cueve last night their manager uh, the legendary John Fintan Daly he's been speaking to Andrew John, obviously, congrats on the win, but what were your thoughts overall in the performance there? Uh, sure, listen, it was fantastic. Um, people wonder, where do we get the reserves from? Where do we get the belief from? Um, and I say, look, th- this group, they're a fantastic group. We have a great SNC fellow there in Carroll Holland. We have a fantastic management team. We have a great culture. We are a small village team, and we are, like, we're a very small village team. Michael, keep that there for me. Um, and I, uh, sorry. But, you know, we are, we are, uh, we are, uh, we are a special group. There's an unbreakable bond there, you know. It's going to be our, what is it, our fourth county championship final in six years. I imagine it's never been done before. You know, um, we've had... Um, we won the Cork Junior Championship uh, in 2017 after a struggle of a few years to get a rack together to have championship to win. We became the first Cork club to be the Kerry club in the Munster final in Mallow in 2017 to win the Munster. We won the All-Ireland Junior in Crow Park. What a memory that is in 2018. We won the uh, Intermediate Championship in Cork in 2019. We won the Premier Intermediate in 2020 and here we are in the Senior A final in 2022. And people think we're an ageing team because we've all done, done this so fast. But we're not an ageing team at all. Uh, ten of the guys that played tonight uh, on the in the 18 or 22 years old or younger that's how young they are and some of our best players are all injured with medium to long term injuries they're a huge loss to us one of those is Owen McSweeney but you saw yourself when he came on you can't beat Tess and uh, he kicked two long range points that are Owen McSweeney's specials that's what he can bring to Cork when he's playing with them he can score from long range and of course accidentally he can also take credit for the goal because it was his um, I'll turn this way it was his um, it was his effort for a point came off the bar or the post for Finton to get the goal you need a break like that to win and often these games are decided on small margins very small margins because Tyler were a very good side you know yeah it is. can you kind of go and score for score for a lot of it and then obviously Clyde pulled away maybe threatened to pull away a couple yeah. of times and it also shows the character of the group that he kept plugging away and obviously came back to win it yeah well there was never going to be much in it until a real battle right to the end and you know you needed the subs off the bench we had James Dennehy Timmy O'Connor uh, and of course on Max Sweeney and David Toomey was to come in a lot of our players are quite young and uh, you know I never told them nobody told them they had no right to be here you, you're, you have a right to be here if you earn the right to be here and if you, you win uh, you don't get handed a, handed a present by anyone or a free pass you have to win it on the field and we've been doing that it's an honour for us and it's pride in our club to be here it's wonderful it's wonderful we have a few of our greatest stalwarts I'd like to send out a message to Dennis Hickey who is our most elderly statesman as we have players he won a championship with Not in 1966 when they won the, the junior championship for the first time 6 foot 3 has been in every training session we ever had has been a great follower of mine he's in hospital behind in three and I'd like you to mention him yeah. in, the, in, in your review because he couldn't be here tonight because his first game missing I'd say in 20 years but what that will do for him in his recovery these are the people you think of on occasions like this yeah and just you mentioned all the achievements over the last few years I mean, like, this is obviously ranked very highly again to this final now Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, no doubt about it. Look, it's hard, to, Andrew, it's hard to pick them out one over the other. Look, the day in Crow Park, I suppose, will always be special. Yeah. But, you know, that was junior, and, and I said this before, I was lucky enough, prior to that, I had been in Crow Park. I, I won an intermediate club on Ireland with Milton Castle and so I had a Kerry club at intermediate level, um, Cock club at junior level. I achieved it twice. And I found, and I, w- I would say that if you look back at the records, an awful lot of the teams in the last 20 years that have won the junior and intermediate club on Ireland 
have faded away because they come to their peak, their small areas often, they reach a zenith like that. They don't have the replacement players and they don't have the hunger anymore. Most teams fade away. We never faded away. Everyone was waiting for us to fade away next year or the year after. We never did. The one other club that haven't faded away that has a good example during that period would be Temple No and Kerry. They're very like us, but obviously they'd have more county inter- inter- county players than us. They're the only other club I can think of that didn't. Most of the other clubs just dropped off. We need to keep it going. I don't know how we've done it, to be honest with you, but it's a, it's a culture and a group. They've never questioned my authority. They've been totally supportive, and I love them to bits. And look, that's why I suppose I'm still here after, <laughs> after nearly 10 years, you know. That's, um, that's why I'm still here. And just finally, um, when obviously you're now in the final against St. Michael's, obviously the aim is to win it, and I suppose you, were, you didn't probably see much of them in that semi final because you were preparing for your own one. No, and listen, I've seen enough of them. Uh, they beat us twice in the last 12 months. There. Listen, they're a wonderful team, and look, I know. I, of all people, won't begrudge them if they win this championship because they're trying, they're trying a long time. And to look, once again, I'll say it like we've no, we have no, on the stats, we have no business here. They have multiples of our population. They must have 100 times our population. We beat Fermoy, we beat Bishop's own last year. Like these these teams are way bigger than us, they're way bigger group. Um, but we, we have huge trust and belief in one another, and we believe in one another's cause, and we never give it up. And uh, it's another, it's another, we'll be outsiders once again. They, and rightly so they are that are tremendous team and they are a level above everything else so we'll have to play it off like better Andrew than we did in the last game against them that's one thing sure but you know we're going to give it a right shot and we're going to have no regrets we're going to have right cut off this thing The always entertaining John Finton Delhi there speaking to Andrew after last night's win uh, over Clyde Rovers 117 to 115 was how that finished that sees them uh, into the final uh, where they will face St Michael's and what is going to be an absolute uh, cracker of a tie in that final um, so two excellent excellent football finals set up we've got uh, St Michael's and Knocknagri in the Senior A final and in the Senior Final the Premier Senior Final I should say uh, it'll be uh, St Finbars and Nemo Rangers the City team is just going head to head the old rivals it's going to be absolutely cracking and I uh, cannot wait uh, for those finals we will of course have all the best reaction and the best preview stuff uh, ahead and following those games and if you've missed any of it don't forget our podcast the Big Red Bench podcast you can find that on Apple Podcasts you can find it on Spotify you can just search your podcast provider for the Big Red Bench and you'll find it there not to forget um, the Women in Sport podcast with Jar every Thursday um, from uh, 12 o'clock as well so you can get all that there I'm uh, going to look back briefly on Munster's win last night uh, 21-5 was how it finished uh, down at uh, Musgrave Park uh, their first win of the URC campaign hasn't been at all plain sailing uh, for Graham Roundtree's side two losses uh, finally getting back uh, to winning ways uh, on home soil and they uh, lost of course to Cor- uh, in Musgrave Park in pre-season as well it's taken Graham Roundtree um, quite a bit of time I suppose to to try and get things right um, he was in a pre-match press conference uh, during the week that was conducted over uh, Microsoft Teams I was uh, in uh, keeping an eye on that and it's not that he's prickly with media I'm not entirely sure is, is it just that he doesn't like doing it but he wasn't really um, 
elaborating on a lot of things and kind of give, give very short answers. Like, gave me the impression that the man was under a bit of pressure. But look, victory um, for him last night. Uh, great to get that off the back and uh, and uh, get uh, onto its winning ways. Uh, let's hear a little bit from him now, uh, talking about uh, the, the the win last night uh, to uh, the Assembly media, including our E. Fog Callan. I guess. Yeah. Or will you? Or will you be disappointed that you didn't get a winning bonus point? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Just delighted with the win. The, the week we've had. Delighted with the win. But now uh, I'd love to come away with a bonus point. But well, again, we'll look at what we can do better in that second half in terms of ball retention. Our ambition is good. Uh, we're trying to push that aspect of our game on, but we've got to look after the ball. In terms of the first half. It seemed to last a hell of a long time. It was well over 50 minutes. The stops aren't nature, but did that uh, frustrate you a little bit, even though you did score three tries? Yeah, it was. It was uh, frustrating, but you got to crack on. I thought we showed some good game control, set pieces in good nick on Moore in particular. Again, the second half became very fractured. Stop, start, injuries. And again, it was littered with uh, our own errors, our own controllable errors. So you said that you were happy with the first half, but the second half was kind of more like the way that you don't want to play. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted more from that second half. I wanted more points. Uh, I wanted more from our territory and position in there and in the field. I just we needed more. We needed to come away with more points. Yeah, it's Graham Rountree there speaking after uh, last night's game. The tries coming from Niall Scanlon, who got two, and Keenan Knox, and uh, Ben Healy with three conversions in that 21 points to five win. Let's hear uh, very briefly um, from uh, Dave Kilcoyne. Yeah, we were definitely looking to get a bonus point, especially going in there at half time. Um, and we let ourselves down certain areas with handling errors, but I thought it come, came at the back of not being physical. Um, in the second half, just as collisions, we needed to win more collisions. Um, and ultimately, I think that led to the, the handling errors. Now, last weekend, Graham said there was going to be some serious conversations during the course of the week in the lead up to today's game. What kind of form did that take in terms of uh, chats amongst yourself? And did you feel that was translated some, to some degree into what happened on the pitch tonight? Uh, definitely, you know, we wears his heart in his sleeve, and there's no um, games he said it straight out after the last week wasn't good enough. Um, and, you know, you appreciate that honesty and that the players, you know, we didn't need him even to say it to us, but he did. Um, I thought we gave a very good reaction in the first half from all, especially I thought it was good, that was an area we targeted. Um, and within half time, I, th- I personally thought that we, we put a bonus on. Um, I looked look at it again in the second half, but I felt looking at it, we lost probably too many collisions, um, which led to handling errors, and I thought we forced it a little bit in the second half. And that's, I suppose, why we didn't get the bonus point. David Lagan there speaking after last night's win over Zebra in Musgrave Park 21 points to 5 was how it finished and thanks Steve O'Callaghan uh, for covering uh, the game for us last night um, that's it from us from the Bigger Bench it's uh, been a pleasure talking to you for the past hour it's been a, a cracking day of uh, football action and uh, you can get the reaction to Nemo's when you can get the reaction to the Bars win on our podcast it'll be online uh, very very shortly indeed you can get that on redfm.ie we'll tweet a link out as well follow us at Big Red Bench on Twitter and uh, you can get that there and uh, just search for us uh, from wherever you download your podcasts right we're back next Saturday and Sunday 6 o'clock uh, for all the best in Cork sports uh, the best in Irish music is up next with three hours of the very very best of it on green on red so stick around for that enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening folks touch next week The Big Red Bench Saturday and Sunday from 6pm Cork's Red FM